I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been, and will always be, about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your Tuesday Best Bets episode for January 3rd. Glad to have you with us. I'm joined tonight, as I am every Tuesday, by Jay Money. You can find him on Twitter, at Jay Money is Money. Jay, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. It was a, it was a great start to the new year for me, so uh, trying to keep it going here today. What's up with you guys? Also joining me is AC Analytics capper, Albert Wynn. Albert, you and I did the recap episode this afternoon. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. Um, swept the bowl games today, which was awesome. Uh, so I'm, uh, you know, uh, looking into the NBA tomorrow. I think I have one bet that I'm looking into, one game really. I'm sorry, were you on Tulane? I was on Tulane and I was on Mississippi State minus three hit at the very last game, the very last <laughs> second. So I got lucky on both. But hey, at least I uh, I was on the right side with uh, Penn State. That was easy. We need to be following Albert in the... Action Network app, as well as on Twitter, at Analytics Capper. All right, let's go ahead and, and stop messing around. Let's get to the Best Bets episode. First Bets episode of 2023. AC, let's start with you. What's your best bet for Tuesday Slate? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that Boston OKC game. We know the Thunder don't play any defense, so I like the Boston team total. That specific line is not out yet, but I'm assuming it's around 122, 123. Uh, via simple math with the full game total there. But I like Boston to... Like Jay said, go into Smack City tonight. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll get to that one in a second. We'll come back around on that. Uh, Jay, what's your best bet for Tuesday? Yeah, I'm, I like the Smack, the Smack City slogan as well. And I think the Jazz take the Kings to the Smack City in the first half specifically. So Jazz uh, in the first half for me. All right. Uh, mine's going to be, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I don't believe I'm doing this. I, I The number says it. I like the spot. I'm going to do it. I'm betting the Jazz is a favorite. I should not do this because they're terrible as a favorite. I'm going to take the Jazz minus two and a half versus the Sacramento Kings. I've got too much of an edge across all categories. Uh, AC, let's go back to you. So Boston coming off that loss to the Denver Nuggets. They're taking on a Thunder team, obviously kind of in a downward spiral here. Uh, I am curious to know your kind of thoughts on why you like the over specifically on the team total versus maybe playing them on the spread or just playing the overall total. Why do you like Boston's team total specifically in the spot? Yeah, great question. So I, I like the team total here. I also lean the spread as well. Um, I don't I, I don't really trust the full game total just because I don't know where Thunder and wh- what their mindset is. They just came off a game shooting 38%. The game before that, only 42%. I don't know. They found their stroke. Whereas the Boston Celtics, we know they've had a really good offense all year long, last year and a half, really. And they're coming off a game with only nine made threes. 
game before that only 11 made threes. So I'm expecting a, a nice regression spot, um, you know, in the mid teens or maybe even 23s. Um, field goal percentage rise under 46 against the Nuggets. Wide open shots, they just made them or missed them. And then against the Clippers was around 48%. So I think this is a great spot against a team we know doesn't play any defense. And um, like I said, like, honestly, I think I think the Boston Celtics will cover the full game <laughs> outside of Lou Dort. No one else really plays defense on that team. Uh, but I like the, the Celtics team total just because, um, yeah, I, I trust that offense more than anything else in this game. All right, so I'm going to challenge that assumption here because let's go ahead and uh, schedule adjusted. OKC is 12th in adjusted defensive rating. Um, the reason my numbers like uh, OKC consistently, and I have to basically ignore my model whenever it, it, OKC pops up, they are, fi- they are 14th in transition defense, and OKC is 9th in half-court defense. So this is a good half-court defense. I will tell you, okay, very rarely do I disagree with you. And you, I, for the people listening at home, he's going to win most of these head to head matchups. Um, I will just say this I think Boston's field goal percentage right now is going to be very uh, fluctuant, especially on the road. So here's what we got they are the best offense in NBA history for two months. Can't miss anything. Just shoot, 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 shoot. Everybody's hitting threes. Every, oh, it's all awesome. Boston's going to go back to the finals, blah, blah, blah. And then they go and they face the Warriors and the Warriors beat the ever-loving shit out of them. And then they face the Clippers and the Clippers beat the ever-loving shit out of them. And they barely get past the Lakers and like their offense just like evaporates. And I can tell you from having been at that game on Sunday versus the Nuggets, one of the things I think that has happened with this Boston team is you're seeing the impact of having Joe Mazzula and not Ime Odoka or Brad Stevens coaching this team. There's no way to really get them kind of back to their central core philosophies and there's a lot of just like i'm gonna shoot this because it goes in this season it goes in every time what do you mean i missed now they they had this horrible stretch versus the magic and the wizards right we're doing terrible second half versus the wolves they get it going they put up like 140 on the on the bucks on christmas so it's all here's what we have like the basically last three weeks we have the celtics are either the best offense in the universe or they can't hit water if they fell out of a fucking boat. So my concern there is on the road versus a Thunder team that plays consistent defense, especially on the perimeter, like they don't have bigs. That's their problem is the Celtics might win this game by going inside because Thunder doesn't have any bigs. But I'm worried about their shooting variance if they go back to let's just chuck up threes. I get it from the, the perspective of it's a bounce back spot. They're going to be pissed off. They're, they are. Like Jalen Brown was pissed off about that Nuggets loss. Like pissed off. Right. So it's a really good spot. If you're on just Celtics spread, I think I would like this, but I worry a little bit about the team total just from the perspective of the, the variance with Boston. I'm a little bit skittish about right now. If you're right, you should play it like an alternate. Cause they may put up like 140 on them. That's entirely possible. Yeah. I think I'm worried more about uh, the extreme ends of this versus like a spread play, which is more kind of isolated on, the Celtics are good and the Thunder are bad. Um, and that's kind of the angle line. Jay, what do you think about that about that pick? Yeah, this um I'll I'll tell you the truth, man. You make some great points. I've watched this Thunder um team and they play really good half-court defense, to be honest with you. So the thing about it is they don't have the center down low to stop you, but they're stopping guys on the outside to stop you from getting to the paint. Um, if it's me and I like the Celtics here and I'm thinking they're a bounce back, I'd possibly look towards taking the Celtics early in this one, maybe a first half spot 
or even take them spread. Me personally, I'm off. Uh, I don't want to take them like team total wise on the road. It's just me personally because I've seen up and down from them, especially on the road as well. Even versus the Nuggets, a somewhat bad defense. I figured out they have a better game in that one. So um, I'm not I'm not necessarily buying the Celtics right now on the road. I do think they'll come in here pissed off. First game of a back-to-back from the Thunder. But um, I can say that they're a little bit better defensively than I originally thought this year. Okay, let's move on. Jay, What? Uh, tell me about why you want the first half here with the Jazz and not the second half and for the total play. To be honest with you, I'm not sure if the Jazz, the Jazz are kind of sort of uh, not sure if they want to tank yet right they don't know if they really want to win games here so um, this could be one where they're up in the first half and then maybe kind of piss away the game full game or whatever we know that the Kings are no pushover Herter and Malik Monk are both questionable right now uh, no, no, don't really care if they play or not but I'll, I'll take Jazz in the first half here to bounce back we know they, this team plays really well at the house in the last game this is obviously a quick revenge spot as well they just lost to Sacramento only by one point in Sacramento as well and the Jazz don't even play well on the road so I do think they get it done full game as well. I just feel like the first half is more comfortable for me. They were only down three in the first half in Sacramento, and they only made eight threes in that game. They got outscored by four uh, four three-pointers in that game and still kept within one. Um, that says, In theory, it really says that the Jazz probably should have won that game here. So I expect them to shoot the three a lot better at the house. Clarkson, Malik Beasley, uh, Michael Conley as well. Give me the Jazz here in the first half. Um, I think they come out here and smack the Kings up at least uh, early. Yeah, it's interesting. So on the season, the Jazz are the most profitable third quarter team this season at 25 and 14 against the spread and six and four in their last 10, even in the midst of kind of a losing stretch. But then we go to the fourth quarter and the Jazz this season are the second worst team in the league, 14 and 25 against the spread. Uh, Six and four, though, at home or in the last 10 games. I'm going to look at what they are at home in the fourth quarters. Yeah, they're still six and 12 in the fourth. So you may be right there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lay the two and a half here. Um, My number makes this about four. I've got two points of edge here. It's a light slate. This is honestly the best play I think I can find. I I will note here, and I kind of mentioned it briefly when we started the show, that the Jazz have been really bad as favorites. Like, just really bad. So, like, this makes me nervous from the perspective of trying to figure out like, okay, can I really trust them? Like I want to bet them as dogs still. I still think this team is underrated in the market, but when they're getting, when they're laying points, they simply haven't been able to to kind of accomplish that. Like that's just been a big problem for them. So I'm not exactly sure. Like I don't feel super comfortable about it, but I am going to go ahead and I'm going to lay the points. Uh, AC, you got any thoughts on jazz versus the Kings? No, I I defer to you guys. The fact that you guys align there is, uh, is pretty big for me. So Jay's been awesome with this, these first half spots. Um, I think it is a Jazz play. I think that's that's the sharper side because everyone is expecting the Jazz to not cover as a favorite, like you mentioned. Um, but one, a couple, couple points on that Celtics, uh, yeah, Celtics game there. Um, they played recently, right? In uh, or they played earlier this year in November. Yes, that's when uh, Boston Celtics was their offense was humming. They scored 126 points on this defense, but they only hit 10 threes on that game. For me, when it comes to team total, is mostly a regressional bet when it comes to the threes. I think threes is where the variance is in the NBA, especially especially with teams that shoot so many threes like the Celtics and the Jazz, teams like that. So I think this is a good spot. They haven't hit more than 10, 10 threes in the last two games. So I think if they get to, like I said, the mid-teens, maybe even 23s, I think this number is going to fly over. Um, so that's why I do lean everything on the Celtics side as, as well. But... Uh, you make some good points. They do have a lot of 
good perimeter defenders, especially in the half court. Shea's a good defender. Luke Dor is a, is an elite defender, but I think I think the Celtics they're in the middle of a four game road trip. They can't go back to Boston one and three. They're playing Dallas after this game, um, so I think they're gonna like like Jay says take OKC to Smack City tomorrow night. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's switch it up here. I'm going to switch this up. If we do the Celtics and the Jazz on the money line, that gets us to plus 115. I kind of like that. I don't do a lot of parlays on money line. Come on, Jay. Come on. This, this, one, this one time, let's do a parlay. Come on. Come on. I mean, at plus money, I can't talk. I'll parlay with my Jazz first half. Okay. Okay. Do that. <laughs> do that as well. Worried about worried about. I that. can't tell you. I can't tell you if Monk and Huerter don't play, the Jazz will smoke the Kings tomorrow. They're not the type of team they can really miss guys. They don't. Yeah. Um, it's not that they don't have a ton of depth, but they will risk miss uh, Huerter and Monk. They'll miss both of their three point shooting. Um, so like I say, if one of the, one of those or if both are out, I think they might get smoked in this game. I, I the other game on the slate is uh, Wizards Bucks. I should be betting Bucks here. Mm-hmm. Um. Can't touch him. I I make this game, it's eight and a half. The problem is I have this power rated only at a minus two because of how bad Milwaukee has been lately. Like it takes a lot to get me off of the box for at home versus an Eastern Conference opponent in a like this is a a juicy buck spot. But that's how bad the Bucks have been. I can't get I can't get there. Uh, so I'm gonna leave that one. They've been bad on the road though, man. The yeah. main place where the Bucks have been bad. They obviously at the house. They're supposed to be a bounce back spot. When you sit Drew and uh, sit Drew Holiday and Giannis, yeah. you, they basically tossed up the game up as a loss. This is the one. If you want the Bucks, you probably look at them first half. Using those quick revenge spots, the first half is the peak motivation spot. So I'd be looking towards Bucks first half. Should be somewhere around four and a half. Uh, I'd look towards first quarter and first half. Giannis is in for sure. Drew Holiday's in for sure with the quick revenge wizards been playing well but books at the home or or, uh, books at the house are a a different beast all right another great angle here is um if you're playing against the wizards your center is going to go off so look at uh Embiid's best game this season look at anthony davis's best game this season deandre ayton's best game this season they all played against the wizards they have zero inter, uh, interior defense. Porzingis just stays on the outside anyway. So um, look at look for Giannis to kind of just dominate this entire this entire game, especially on the glass. That's what I look at when I'm 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 playing the Wizards. All right, let's go wrap it up for buckets for a Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. We're back tomorrow with another best bets episode. Make sure to hit us on Twitter. Let us know that you enjoy the show. Give us those five star reviews. Check out the show on YouTube or in the Action Network app. Best way for you to track your picks. 
find all sorts of great betting information. You can check that out wherever you get apps for your mobile device. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Till then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.